0: Hi guys, welcome to season three of the Money Matters podcast. Uh, yes, we had a break last year due to burnout. I was working so hard, doing so much, and not taking um, rest, and so I couldn't continue. I couldn't sustain sustain it. But we are back now due to popular demand. I got a lot of people, you know, telling me how much the podcast had helped them, and it was good value. And so, um, especially because of the current economic situation, this recession we're we're in, um, now more than ever, we need to be discussing money matters. And so, please listen, subscribe, share, like. You don't know who you could be helping. This is season three of the Money Matters podcast. Hi everyone, my name is Missy Owete and this is the Money Matters podcast and this is part of our cost of living crisis series Um, and we are looking at things that we can do to help us um, survive this um, cost of living crisis we are going through. And so I've talked about energy and things that we can do. um, the grants, I've, I've also talked about what what help the government is helping um, specifically towards the cost of living crisis and other grants that we might be able to, you know, plug into we also looked at the minimum wage um ensuring that even though you are on a minimum wage, you're actually getting minimum minimum wage and not less, and what to do if you suspect that you're getting less. So I, I thought um, looking at food, um, you know, how to reduce the cost of our food, our food costs, you know, um, and whether we can get help, you know, towards our food bill um, would could be useful and i I think it would be useful and i mean there's so many things out there the reality of it is i can never cover everything and there might be so many things that i still don't know but some of it i know because either i'm involved in or i've used them before some of them i know because people have told me about and some of them i know because i've researched and i tell you it's mind-boggling every time i i do a bit of research i find something new and i'm like oh wow um quite interesting and um the reality of it is like i said everyone's going through the cost of living crisis the people on low income people on benefits are going to be the most hit um people that have been comfortable um stand the risk of becoming low income as well and potentially go on benefits even possibly get into debt so this affects them and um yeah so it the 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 people who might not feel this or not maybe not feel it they'll feel it but they can um, weather the impact uh, what I'll call the wealthy people people who have over the years acquired wealth accumulated wealth and um, they're financially independent they no longer have to work for a living their um, different sources of income provides for them and those income sources are not being threatened and so they are the only ones that can say okay yeah fine all it just means is that they have to dip into their reserves and if they're good at what they're doing all they need to do is just generate another source of income or scale up on the source of income that they already have and they're able to cost cover the difference but for people on low income you know especially people that work low-income jobs um, which they're maxing out the number of hours they can do already so there isn't really much hours they can do and they don't really have time to look at other opportunities and yet these bills need to be paid Um, especially those on low income with young children you know um, they're going to struggle and those that are comfortable so they've gotten to the point where then they were not they're no longer in debt Um, they have some surplus income which they're either investing or putting aside to be able to invest. Um, Now, that surplus income is going to begin to be eroded um, as their cost of living increases. So what do they need to do? Either to maintain that surplus that they have so that they can continue with their plan, you know, or something they can do in the interim before they can increase their income to cover the increased cost of living so food is very essential we need food to live on and I thought oh, yeah that would be interesting so I think on some of my podcasts I would have talked about you know saving on food by you know bulk buying bulk and batch cooking you know even if it's bulk, bulk prepping of your food Um, just to reduce the cost of living but there are also so many other things that you could um, do so like the cooperative is one of it so uh, like what I said I used to do with my friends about six of us um, we would put our money together go and buy wholesale and then we divide it amongst ourselves it works out way 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 cheaper and less waste I mean in all of this I need to say that you need to eliminate waste and I just want th- I just want to say this because, and what do I mean by that? So, um, s- some homes, when they prepare food, they're not mindful of the number of people they're preparing food for. And so maybe they're preparing food for two people, but they have enough food for six people. Um, and the aim is that, oh, we would have the rest next day. But you know, Um, that you generally would not have, you know, the food. So it ends up in the bin. So if you're that kind of a uh, family where you are always throwing food away um, because it stayed too long in the fridge um, and nobody's eating it, you need to change that habit. So if you you cook bulk and everybody's had their fill and you still have leftover, you know you're not going to eat it. Rather than putting it in the fridge and letting it go off, put it in the freezer, that's the best option. So just put it in the freezer for a day when you don't want to cook or someone just pops in and you need, you know, you don't want to cook, you need to offer them something, you can bring it out of the freezer, you know, or, um, you know, I don't know, use it for packed lunch, whatever but rather than letting it waste, put it in your freezer, okay? Alternatively, um, find out how many people you're cooking for. I mean, this is a, I, I've just picked up on the habit over the years um, because my I have a family of very fussy eaters. So when I'm making something, I would go around and ask, I'm making this, are you interested? Do you want some? And so when I cook, I cook sp- for a specific number of people so I don't have wastage. So form the habit of, knowing and understanding your portion sizes so that when you're cooking, you're only cooking food that you would consume. You know, you're not wasting more, especially if you're the kind of um, family that prefer freshly cooked food. You don't like food that's been in the fridge overnight or you don't like food that's been in the freezer and defrosted. So just make sure that when you're cooking, the portions you're cooking is sufficient for you just for that um, meal. And you're not wasting very very important and also when you're buying your produce your fresh produce you know um, don't buy what you you're not planning to cook so this means that you're planning your meals and I know for some people it's tedious and some people would say oh well um, I, I, I don't like the idea of planning ahead what I'm going to cook but remember what is at risk is that you might potentially end up in debt because you're wasting food you're wasting money by throwing away food that is very that ordinarily would be good to eat so plan your meals so i'm not you might i'm not i'm not saying plan it and then um stick to the plan be very rigorous about it but what i'm saying is for example um some families are like they cook rice and they'll eat rice until the rice finishes whereas some people will be like okay i'm going to eat rice on monday Um, beans on Tuesday, um, whatever, potatoes and you know they have different meals on different days so what you can do you can be like okay you have an idea of what you're gonna have during the week and then instead of having rice on Monday you can choose to have potato you know and then um, instead of having maybe beef or chicken you can decide to have fish you know so instead of having it on specific days of the week you're gonna have it during that week but you might have it on different days you know or you might just mix things around so the point i'm trying to make here is that when you want to go shopping just have an idea of what you're gonna have for the week and you buy just what you need don't be the one that just goes to the shop without a shopping list and you just throw things into the basket and the the, the thing is in your fridge two weeks after it's um, best buy or use by date and then you have to bin it. Whatever it is you buy, try as much as possible to use it within the time frame in which you need to use that product. Otherwise, if you're not sure you're going to use it, put it in the freezer especially if it's something that can be frozen and then bring it out the day before you need it, okay? I can't stress that enough. Um, If you want to cut down on your um, cost of living, food is the next highest um, item on your list that you need to pay good attention to. So that being said, um, what other help can we get with food? Um, I know the government offers um, free food vouchers for family with young children, and you can use these vouchers in so many different stores. I think most of those stores that we um, buy from the Tesco's, the Morrisons, they accept them. And you can use the vouchers to buy milk because they're supposed to help with the feeding of your children mainly. Uh, Milk, whether um, it's fresh milk or formula, um, you can use it to buy fresh and frozen fruits and veg, and you can use it to buy dried and tinned Food as well okay um yeah so you can get all of that you know if you have young if you have children with young families so you can get this vouchers um I, I i think you apply through your gp um yeah you can apply to your gp so when you do like the normal um checks that you do you can say to your gp okay I'm um, aware that there's some food vouchers um, can I get some um, I'm not sure if you have to be on benefits to qualify but I no definitely if you um, if you're getting um, some kind of tax credits you can apply and I think if you're if you're on a low income you know if you need the help generally even if you're not on a low income if you're cash poor you can speak to your GP about it and it might make a discretion you know and you know offer you um offer you the vouchers um also the I know with the GPs um and the the I can't can't remember but I know GPs is one of them I think you get them from from schools you can get them from um your GP Um, If you're on benefits, your social worker, probably the council can issue those. You can get them from the library and so I'm talking about the um, um, food bank vouchers. So with the food bank vouchers, um, they help people that are, you know, desperate, so it's more like an emergency fund. The problem with them is that you can only claim three, I think it's three in a year. Um, You can only get those vouchers through in a year. So it's quite limited. I don't know whether in in light of the cost of living crisis, they're going to review that. Um, But you can't walk up to any food bank and just collect the food. You can only collect food through the food bank and you have to have been referred to them. However, there are some food distribution services where you don't need a voucher. and um, My church runs one of those. And... It's amazing. And it's, I tell you, it's a very, very tedious, very, very tedious labor intensive scheme, um, for churches and, and organizations that run it. Um, the great, 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 great service to community. Um, and I think you can find out this information if you, if you go on the, um, the, the council's web, not website. Um, uh, library most libraries would have information of where you can get this kind of help so they will signpost you um, citizen advice Bureau as well will signpost you and then word of mouth as well you know um, if you talk about it enough you know children play playground um, they talk about it so the word gets round really quickly so they don't you don't need vouchers you go there they tend to do fresh produce um, and they do teened food as well they get support from the supermarkets as well um, you can get free, good quality, free food. So I would use the one my church runs as an example. Um, it's called the Esther Community Enterprise. And they work with um, mainly waitrose is what I know. But I know sometimes um, M&S um and tesco's make some donations to them and it lies with their local um food banks as well so the food bank are aware of this um services so where they have surplus or um foods that are getting very very close to it um used by dates or best before date, they get in touch with them and you know hand them over that surplus so they do work with local communities and you get this food for free um you need to in pre-COVID, you need to register. I don't know whether um, um, those organizations are still requiring registration. And it's not tedious, it's just your name, um, your number and just anything to uh, show that you need the help. So sometimes just a small brief interview is enough. Um, you, you you don't have to be on benefits. You don't have to be working. Although if you have evidence of those, it just goes to portress. And they just give you um, food. Um, so depending on how much food they have, it's try they try as much as possible to distribute it evenly among the clients. You know, um, some do the service once a week, some do um, once every two weeks, um, some once a month. So it depends on how much manpower they have to be able to run the project to provide that. So you can get food that way and i tell you um especially with the waitress one very very good quality food um they last longer than the use by dates um and they give you the the, what you what you need um of course the supply is not even um so there might be one or two weeks where um you don't have enough for everyone but then they would supplement that with Um, package foods um, if that is the case if it's available so those are things that you need to look at as well so if you're struggling with food you can you know find out um, if you're exceptionally desperate then use your food bank if if you're struggling then look for a a food um, distribution we call them food distribution as opposed to a food bank center close by you i know about the esther community enterprise because it's the one my church uses um but there might be other food distribution um services out there that offer you know similar things so just find out if there's one um if you go on your facebook community page you you might find something there and just googling it you know sometimes you know you might find something in your area you know that offers a similar service okay then there's also the um, I found out about this, which is um, which, I, which I thought was really, really interesting. Um, it's called Too Good to go. So basically for restaurants, you know a lot of restaurants when they when they make food, they anticipate a certain number of um, customers and sometimes not that many people come and so they have the surplus food, but they are not allowed, um, to, you know, put it in the fridge and then sell them the next day. They have to throw them out. So they, some of them would give to their staff, but what they can't give to their staff ends up in the bin. And it's just a waste of good, really good food. So there's so many, there are different apps out there. Um, the one I know is Too Good To Go. Um, and you just download the app, um, check your location, um if it's you know location if there are any restaurants in your area um that um if there are any restaurants in your area that offer the you know that offer that service and then what you do is you you know you 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 they offer the food as a fraction of the the price usually about one third of the original price Um, and some of them are specific and some of them I think the most popular ones are what they call the magic bags so they put things in the magic bag as a surprise you go collect it and then um, whatever you find there you know is yours but it's essentially it's food that they cannot sell anymore but it was made fresh on the day and you collect so some of them um, you have a window where you have to collect and they have like groceries, they have meals, you know, they have lunch, some dinner, um, and you know, that you collect. So you have supermarkets as well. You have like the corner store, um, that offer this. And you have even the big, um, supermarkets, the big stores, you know, that offer them and some of them are hot food. Some of them are big goods and all of that. So you just offer, you know, they offer all of all of this food um, for a fraction of the price. You book it. Um, so you can book it. Book it on the day, up to the time of collection. I think about maybe an hour or two before collection. It, when you when you go into the app, it tells you when you have to book it by, and it tells you when the collection window is. So you you do have to go and collect it yourself. It's not something that you can. Um, you have to collect it yourself it's not something that you can ask them to deliver okay um yeah and there, there are quite a few of them i think there's there's one called oleo as well similar kind of a thing um where you get the free you know the, the 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 free food and then so um stepping up a notch there's also the alternative to like eating out. So, of course, you're trying to cut your costs. Um, Some people have the habit of eating out maybe once a week, twice or even twice a week. So, you still want to eat out or have the feel of eating out, you know, without spending the money. So, if you go to a lot of supermarkets, you have this dinner for two. I think they became very, very popular during the lockdown, during Covid. They were out, I think, for for the Indian food, especially the curries they were quite popular where they put a meal together for a family you know and then for 10 pounds meal for two and then you just get it and a lot of them are prepped and all you have to do is just pop them in the um, microwave some of them in the oven and you eat out so they're becoming even more popular now and a lot of the supermarkets are doing that so rather than spending 50 pounds for between 50 and 100 pounds for a night out you could be spending maybe 20 25 30 pounds for that same um, meal. The only difference is you're having it in your home. And all you just have to do is set your table, you know, the candlelight, if you want the ambiance of the of the of the restaurant, maybe play some music, dim the lights put on your lamp, you know, dress up and have the meal in your house. You know, for the same effect. Um, if you, if you have children, you can um, you know you can get a family friend you know to take your children for the night you know maybe do it on the night when your children are having sleepovers at a friend's um, home and then you have you know you have that for instead of spending the you know the huge amount of money for having dinner night so it's a good it's a very good alternative to it's a very good alternative to eating out if you want to cut your your um if you want to cut your your the cost of of living okay um also another um alternative you know again looking at um um food is you get you there's some coupons you know where they offer free food or free or um, cheap food and then there's some mystery shoppers (coughs) excuse me sorry about that mystery shoppers that would give you free vouchers um you know to get into to go to mystery shop on their supermarket and you get free food but I don't know if you are aware the, the like someone like KFC for example offer an app. I know it's like a loyalty app where you get free food. Um they give you money off. Um I've had a few of those where but the, the first time I experienced it I was so excited and after that I I started using my KFC um app regularly when I have to um, use KFC to buy food, so they. I, I wanted to buy a meal, I wanted to buy two meals, and um, because I'd accumulated enough funds, I can't remember whether it was five pounds off, I got a meal free, but um, I, I all I remember was I got either I had the I sorry, it was reduced. But for me, it was like, but it was almost like a buy one get one free. And as you know, KFC is not, it's not exactly cheap, so I was really excited. Um, yeah. So some of the the um, places like the Subways and the McDonald's, you know, they they give you it's either they have like a virtual system where you collect stickers or points or whatever, and then you get a free meal every six meals or every ten meals you know and some of them if you sign up sign up for the app you would get um a meal free and then for people that shop with um lidl if you if you sign up for their app you actually get money off so on the app it gives you a discount on some of the deals so with with um lidl they have magazines and on there they they kind of like advertise all their discounts. So it even helps you with planning because you can go on the magazine and I think they release new deals every Monday and every Thursday. Um, and so you can go in there and, and see what what's on offer, you know, before you do your shopping and decide which ones you want to get. But even then they offer um, discount, they give you vouchers, money of vouchers as well for the things that you use. And I think the, the logic behind the ha- app is so that they can send you vouchers that are relevant to what you purchase so they kind of like monitor what you're buying but they then offer you discounts when those discounts are available you get an alert and sometimes they vouchers that expire after a particular period um but if you use them within those periods it's money off your food bill and i think tesco does the same as well tesco sends you vouchers um they send you um vouchers so i think i'm not sure how they calculate it but every month i know i get that's yeah every month i get the envelope and in the envelope i get you know all this two pound fifty of one pound fifty of vouchers that you can then use for other things you know you can use when you go shopping and all of that so it just means that every time you shop you remember to use your i think it's yeah club card I'm getting all their names mixed up and a lot of stores do that as well they have this each of them have a loyalty card some of them it's an app and every time you you go shopping you just use it and some of them will notify you when they have special offers some of them you collect points and um you can after a certain amount of points you can trade your points for money of vouchers and even deals as well So um, those are things that you want to look at, you know. When you're, um, those are things that you want to look at, you know, to pay attention to, to pay, to pay off your bills. And then um, also you have all these discount codes. Um, um, I think there's some uh, extensions on your browser. So I think one of the popular ones that I know of is called Honey. You switch it on, and anytime you do any kind of shopping. Honey would see whether there's any offers, any discount. So maybe it's free delivery. So if you if you if you do online sh- online um, shopping, you know that if you're unless you're like planning your shopping a week ahead, um, you're gonna pay for delivery. So th- the sooner you want it, the more you pay. But only sometimes would let you know if there's any discount, any vouchers out there that makes it cheap um, for you. Okay and um yeah uh i'm trying to to see if there are any other ways to save um money on food yeah so i suppose the other things would be like looking for recipes um you know on how to cook for less than a penny there was a there was a program i was watching where um somebody was I'm forgotten what it's called but essentially, they wanted to see if they could survive on one pound for three days. So they, they went to the, uh, they, or everything they needed to buy was had to be within a budget of a pound, and they they were going to have they had to have three meals um, over three days, and they wanted to see how possible it was. And if memory serves me right, this guy got the. The bacon bits. It got some, two bags of flour. Um, I can re- I think it got a carrot. Got. Um, I'm not sure if it got potato. I'm not hundred percent sure if it got potato. Um, did he get milk? I'm not sure if he got milk. No, he didn't. He didn't get milk. Anyway, he did spend just. I think he spent about ninety eight p. Um, He had to go forage in his garden and in the park around to get some greens and some veggies that he could live on. But the meals that he made were very, very surprising. They were quite surprising. So I think he started off with some kind of pancake. He made some patty. He made, um, uh, what did he make? He, He was able to make some meals. Um, he wasn't re- exactly a fantastic cook but with what he had, if I was there I found out that you could get um, live yeast from supermarkets for free, I never knew you could get yeast from supermarkets for free. So not the dried instant yeast that we know of but this is like life. it's raw, it's wet but you can get them from supermarkets for free. So that was the yeast that he added to the flour, he was able to make different things for me. You know, and um, he 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 even showed how to get the gluten. So gluten is more like protein, isn't it? How to get gluten out of flour? So he fermented the flour, and then he he, he um, washed out the 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 thing, and it was ended up with this gooey stuff, which was supposed to be protein. And then you use that to make something. I can't remember what you use it for. So even from that, he was able to get some protein that was needed as well and he made some nice meals and I was really impressed for one one pound for three days. I think he did one one pound for three days, two pound for three days, and then one pound a day for a week. You know, and was able to get really good meals. So it's it's if things get really desperate, you know, um good old YouTube is there to help you. Um you have some apps there they have some recipes there for really really cheap even the supermarket um, have magazines, and on the magazines they have recipes there for you know a meal for four for less than ten pounds. So you might that's where you begin to become quite creative on your food bill, you know, just to bring it down to ensure that you know you're you're having enough to pay um, to pay off your energy bill, so that you do not run into debt, and you're not deciding whether you need to eat or heat the your home you know and I thank God that we're going through summer but come winter things are going to get really bad I don't see this cost of living situation resolving itself quickly so even if Russia decides to pull out of Ukraine today it's going to take a while you know for us to begin to feel the effect even though when Russia invaded Ukraine we felt the effect almost immediately when Russia decides to pull out we the effect isn't going to be the same you know because I don't think the sanctions will be lifted immediately I think there's going to be some kind of um investigation to see you know war crimes and and all of that and all of that so it will take a while you know for this to for this to blow over and for things and I doubt whether that prices hardly ever cool down hardly ever it always stays up what most likely might happen might be that inflation rate might drop and then people's income might rise up to meet the cost of things, so it would not You would the prices of things are not going to get down, but potentially our income has the chance of going up if it will not be at the detriment of inflation. Anyway, so I, I, I we, we need to think a bit differently about how we deal with things. You know how we spend money. We need to be very, very mindful. Be very frugal. Be, be at Attentive to waste. Um, I have friends who think that I'm, oh, I oh, I, I wasn't brought up to be wasteful, and I always look for alternatives to, to things. If it's good, I would use it, but if, if it's not going to be useful, then get rid of it because even the process of hoarding is a, is a waste in itself. So you need to find value in things, and if it's not valuable, pass it on. You know, so I hope this has been helpful and it will be useful in helping you with your cost of living, especially managing your food bill. If you have any questions, you can direct message me, or if you know me personally, have a conversation, or send me an email and let's have a conversation about this. My name is Missy Obete, and this is the Money Matters Podcast.